Welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast with Tom Underwood. Armed with truth and knowledge, your journey to a healthy lifestyle can be obtained. Preventative wellness, quality nourishment, and daily fitness routines dramatically improve your outlook on life as a whole. And you'll find the support and info you need to accomplish a healthier lifestyle here. Together, we can empower each other along our journey to an amazing you. Well, we here we are at the end of March 2023. And as the Grateful Dead once said, what a long, strange trip it's been. You see, the Rebel Health Coach aired his first episode on November 28, 2016. Six years, four months, and a few days ago to be exact. And what a journey it has been. Well over 150,000 plus downloads, 160 episodes later, and this is where I sit. This has been a labor of love, a labor of getting the word out to you, the listener, that you don't have to live with disease. You don't have to live with an inflamed body. That there are options out in the world today to reverse any disease. Yes, any disease. And I've had guests on here, and we talked about all kinds of diseases over the last six-plus years. I have attempted over the last six years and four months to bring you, the listeners, some of the top experts in the world today. But I sit here today behind this microphone for what could possibly be the last time. I don't know. I don't know what this will bring. But at this point, you see, I'm going to take a hiatus from this thing called podcasting. And I've enjoyed it very much. I've enjoyed interviewing some of the top people in the world, top doctors, top biohackers, top scientists. And I am to the point now where I don't know what I really want to do with this. Plus, I've taken a job or a position at a hormone replacement therapy clinic here in Atlanta called Celtech MD. I will put the information in the show notes. And we do service almost all 50 continental United States via telemedicine and LabCorp, LabRex. So if you'd like to come on board and be one of my customers or clients, that'd be awesome. I will give you a 25% or $25 off coupon if you mention my name and show uh, off your initial lab work. So for men, it's a $199. So you're looking at about $175 for initial labs. For women, it's $350. So that's $325. I know that's a little bit much for a female, but the female's got a lot going on and there's a lot more labs I need to pull to see what's going on. So therefore, your prices are a little bit higher than a man's. Anyway, I will leave that information in the show notes. $25 off your initial labs. Mention Rebel Health Coach Podcast. Uh, email me at Tom, T-H-O-M, at CellTechMD.com. Or call me and I will leave my number in the show notes. Anyway, also I have found that at 63 and a half years old, I want to enjoy my life without the stress for production of a podcast. You see, as much as I love doing this, it is a lot of work. 
And for those of you that want to start a podcast, you might consider that. And I was doing my bi-weekly, so every two weeks, not weekly, because that's a lot more than a person can handle or I can handle. I'm sure there are plenty of people out there do weeklies, and I love and admire all of them. So first of all, I'd like to thank you, the listeners, for downloading and listening and enjoying the Rebel Health Coach podcast over the years. I also like to give a huge shout out to my production team, Nova Media, for producing, editing every episode along the way. For without you guys, I would have never launched this crazy project at all because I am anal and I would be editing for hours. So thank you, Hayden, Nika, Charlie, and most importantly, Gaz. Gaz, who has to sit and edit every episode and listen to all my F-ups along the way, which are quite comical. And I wish at this point we would have saved those for bloopers because that would have made an amazing episode and funny at the same time. Next up, I'd like to thank all the amazing guests that took time out of their days to sit and chat with me. From Sean Croxton, Jimmy Moore, Dr. Pompa, Stephen Cabral, Dr. Kerry Jones a couple times, Ben Greenfield, Dr. Selassie a couple times, James Maskell, one of my favorites of all time, Dr. Russell Jaffe, Jay Campbell, Dr. Patrick Flynn, and my mentor and somebody I admired dearly and I looked up to and I still look up to, Tracy Harrison, been on my show a couple times. Much love and respect for each of you. And if I didn't mention your name, I'm sorry. And I appreciate you for joining me over the last six and plus years. As I close this out, who knows if I'll be back. I'm giving that to God and taking a little break. I may be back in another format. I may be back as a guest. I may be back as a co-host. I don't know. I don't know what God has in store for me at this point, but right now I know that I need to take a break. And there I'll leave that. And I hope you enjoy this episode. It's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time as a solo episode, and I'm finally going to do it. And that is, what does God have to say about health and wellness in the Bible? I hope you enjoy it. And thank you very much once again for listening. Oh, here we go. Episode number 161. God wants us to take care of our bodies. This is an episode, as I said in the intro, that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And I just never had the chance because I was always so booked with guests. And this is a solo episode, and I really am not that great at doing these solo. So I figure I'd finish out my time as behind this mic with this episode. And if you've been a Rebel Health Coach podcast listener in the past, I have mentioned numerous times that God created our bodies wonderfully. In other words, given the right environment, our bodies will heal themselves. And in the book of Psalms, David writes in chapter 139, verse 13 and 14, for it was you 
who created my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Our bodies were made to heal themselves given the right environment, as I said. Unfortunately, man has managed to screw that up a bit over the years with GMOs, toxins, big food companies, stress, and many, many other things. So creating an environment to heal is not as easy as it was in the biblical days or in the past. Our American diets are very unhealthy and our lifestyles are overly sedentary. More and more people are overweight, out of shape, and in poor health physically and emotionally. And yes, those two are connected. So God really does care about our your health. In fact, he reveals a mystery to us in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame. God also cares about your total health, not just your body. Yes, your body is a temple, but your soul and spirit are equally important. In fact, you were created in the image of God. God is a father, son, and Holy Spirit, and you are a body, soul, and spirit. Many of us have heard this one about honor your body as a temple of the Holy Spirit, which is 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? whom you have received from God. You are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Sometimes we have to sit and look at that. What does that mean, honor God with your body? Well, the Lord guides us into healthy living, watering our lives like a garden. In Isaiah 58, 11, the Lord will guide you continually, watering your life when you are dry and keeping you healthy too. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. So when I speak of total health, I'm referring to the fact that you are a complex person with seven aspects of health that need to be cared for. These are all very key in keeping you from illness. You see, they are all interconnected, and if any one of them is disrupted and not in balance over a long period of time, it could result in a major illness. So, the seven spheres of health. Physical, soul, spiritual, relational, financial, career-slash-calling, and our community. Health starts with the changes that you make today. You've got one life to live. And it's more enjoyable living it in good health. Next up, bring your anxieties to God, not to food. A lot of people look to food to relieve them from the anxieties and the stress of the day. But the Bible says in Philippians 4, 6 to 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request or your anxieties to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts, your minds in Christ Jesus. Worrying about food wastes time as well, and life. In Matthew 6, 25 to verse 27, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, 
or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life or your life? Now I know that worrying, anxiety, stress, they all come with part of human nature. But we need to find ways to alleviate those because they are major drivers of inflammation and disease. And it takes time and practice and patience, believe me. I've been there and I still go through these things. I'm not perfect. So yeah, worrying is part of life. Anxiety is part of life. Stress is part of life. But we need to learn to control it. Otherwise, we put our body into disease states. Also, another thing that we need to discuss is loneliness. And when you're lonely, you look to food. We always look to food for something. as comfort. But we can't. In Psalms 68, 6a, God sets the lonely in families. That's why we have families. That's why we have friends. Reach out to your friends and family when you're feeling that disconnection or you're feeling lonely. Also, natural foods straight from the earth are the healthiest. The earth and Psalms 24, that 24, one, the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness. There's verses in the Bible everywhere about living a healthy life, worry, food, waste of time, stress, anxiousness, water. Now, to nourish your body and appearance, eat vegetables and drink lots of water. And this is in Daniel 1, 8, 12, 13, and 15. But Daniel resolved not to defy himself with the royal food and wine. And he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself this way. Please test your servants for 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. At the end of the 10 days, they looked healthier and better nourished than any of the young men who ate the royal food. So where is he going with that? Well, let's talk about that. Sitting at a bar, drinking alcohol and eating crap foods, not helping you a bit, basically. Let's go to the next part. Exercise. Exercise is good for your soul. Jesus and his disciples walked and talked often. In Luke 9, 56, 7, and 57, Jesus and his disciples went to another village as they were walking along the road. Walking can open your eyes to God's presence. So go out and take a walk. In Mark 16, 12, Jesus appeared in a different form to the two of them while they were walking in the country. Once again, take some time, go out and walk. Now, physical training. Physical training can positively relate to spiritual training. And I know you're saying to yourself, okay, Tom, you're coming up some some stuff here. But in 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27, Remember that in a race, everyone runs. 
but only one person gets the prize. You also must run in such a way that you will win. All athletes practice strict self-control. They do it to win a prize that they will fade away. But we do it for an eternal prize. So I run straight to the goal with a purpose in every step. I am not like a boxer who misses his punches. I discipline my body like an athlete, trained to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Next one, physical exercise is good for you. Spiritual exercise is especially good for us. Exercise daily in God. No spiritual flabbiness, please. Workouts in the gymnasium are useful. But a disciplined life in God is far more so making you fit both today and forever. 1 Timothy 4, 7 and 8. Let's talk a little bit about monitoring your progress. Because progress is key to becoming healthy. Monitor your progress by comparing yourself to your past and not to others. Galatians 6.4, each one should test his own actions. Then he can take pride in himself without comparing himself to somebody else. Next up is positive change occurs best with slow and steady progress. Proverbs 20.21, a bonanza at the beginning is no guarantee of a blessing at the end. Slow and steady. Next, I want to talk about the breath of life. Yes, we all must breathe. Genesis 2-7, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. When God created Adam in Genesis, he used dust to form his shape and his own breath to awaken him. After this specific passage, the term breath or breathe in Scripture is often before the phrase God gives. Do you live your life knowing each breath you take is a gift from our Heavenly Father? It's a good question. Our bodies God has given us are designed down to the tiniest detail. When you breathe and take a breath, oxygen enters your lungs and is exchanged with carbon dioxide as you exhale. Oxygen is fuel our body needs for our cells to function at their full capacity. Unfriendly organisms like bacteria and viruses tend to hide from oxygen because oxygen creates life. There can be circumstances when we cannot breathe properly, including stress and poor posture from viewing your smartphone while constantly looking downwards. This position compresses your lungs and you are unable to receive full amounts of oxygen needed. I would encourage you to lay backwards on a large exercise ball to stretch and strengthen your posture and core muscles. It's important to focus on increasing oxygen intake to facilitate brain and cellular function so you can perform at your peak performance. I want to talk a little bit about pain. Jeremiah 15, 18, no more pain. Why is my pain perpetual and my wounds incurable? which refuses to be healed, wilt thou be altogether unto me as a liar and as a water that fail? In the Old Testament, Jeremiah inquires of the Lord, 
Why is my pain perpetual? Unfortunately, many of us today live with chronic pain, including physical, emotional, and spiritual. Is it possible to be completely pain-free? We are promised in Revelations a day will come when there is no more pain or sorrow. However, God has given us preventive measures here on earth to be free of physical pain. There are many pain-based circumstances beyond our control, like a car accident or a sports injury. But God created our bodies to be self-healing organisms with the ability to heal itself. If you have chronic pain and have never had a sports injury or car accident, begin to write down the foods you eat every day. From my experience, foods that have trans fats labeled as partially hydrogenated oils and sugar stop the pain-relieving organisms from doing their job correctly. Foods and minerals including omega-3 fats, green beans, walnuts, leafy vegetables, and zinc have nutrients designed to help heal and eliminate pain. If your pain is beyond physical, ask the Lord for his wisdom and comfort. He is here to help heal you. Rest is best. Exodus 35, 2. Six days shall work be done. On the seventh day, there shall be to you a holy day, a Sabbath of rest to the Lord. Whoever doeth work therein shall be put to death. <laughs> pretty strict. Pretty strict there. If you don't rest on the seventh day, you should be put to death. I don't know about that. But anyway, God takes rest seriously, as should we. After completing creation, no small feat, he rested and blessed the seventh day, which many of us refer to as the Sabbath. Moses takes it a step further in Exodus where when he tells the children of Israel to, if anyone works on the seventh day, even to kindle the fire, there shall be put to death. While we might consider this concept somewhat extreme today, are you giving your bodies the rest it requires? It's important. It's very important to rest. Every day I see practice members who are physically exhausted from lack of sleep to wake up rested and awake. I recommend eight hours of sleep per night. I'm in bed usually by 10. I try to be there by 9.30 because I know all the hours before midnight when your body releases growth hormone that helps promote overall healing in your body. If you find yourself waking up constantly throughout the night, your body might be signaling needs for B vitamins or as has elevated blood sugars. Minimize your grain intake. I have found that to help individuals sleep better. The other thing I have found to help me sleep better is eat a little bit of a baked sweet potato before bed, like 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. Take a sweet potato, half a sweet potato, and eat it. And while you're sleeping, since sweet potatoes are slow-burning carbohydrate, it works pretty much all night as it burns. So that helps me to sleep better, as with some melatonin, some other things that we put in our bodies before we go to sleep. I like L-thionine to rest, take the worries off our mind. As we rest, though, we honor God with the Sabbath day. We're strengthening your body and placing our trust in him to direct our past. I pray for you that you make some decisions today that will not compromise your body's need for rest. Anyway, <laughs> the beat goes on. Proverbs 
4.23. Keep the heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. In Proverbs, we are told to guard our heart above all else, since it is the wellspring of life. Solomon may have been referring to his our spiritual heart, but our physical heart needs the same amount of attention if we are to be productive and have optimal health. One of the ways I protect my heart is to put on God's armor each day. The breastplate of righteousness is a portion of the armor covering your heart. If you're unsure what righteousness means, it's doing what believes what God believes is right, which is often not what we want to do, but unfortunately is for our benefit. The same goes for protecting your physical heart. Your heart has many responsibilities, including transporting fresh blood to your rest of your body. Unfortunately, it is common today for individuals to keep their physical heart unprotected, leading to multiple conditions, including high blood pressure and heart disease. I have found the best way to build and strengthen your heart is to limit your intake of dairy, sugar, and unhealthy fats. It's also important to maintain healthy weight since the risk of heart disease can be elevated otherwise. Lastly, begin your day with some movement. Whether it be taking a walk, jogging, or muscle training, be blessed today. Next, begin your day with water. Yes, first thing in the morning, water with a little bit of lemon juice goes a long way. In Genesis 1, 2, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. How do you begin your day? Do you know water is valuable to both your body and mind? As we sleep at night, we dehydrate ourselves a little bit. So it's first thing in the morning, water and a little bit of lemon juice to clear the liver is awesome. How do you begin your day, though? Did you know water is valuable to both your body and mind? Water is essential for life. God refers to it as one of the first, very first Bible verses and multiple times throughout the scripture. The human body requires water to function on a cellular level and is necessary for proper digestion and elimination, which is another subject because you, if you're not eliminating daily, and that means pooping. If you're not pooping daily, there's a problem. And I suggest you highly seek help for that. You must eliminate what's in our bodies daily, at least once, preferably more. So if you're not pooping daily, you got to fix that. So why does God use this illustration of water? Like what water does to our bodies Abiding in him is essential for our spiritual growth. When you drink the appropriate amount of water each day, you begin to see improvements in your overall health, including clear complexion, digestion, and mental clarity. Similarly, when you spend quality time in the presence of God through prayer, fasting, and spending time in his word, you also notice God's anointed power since he provides us with enhanced perspective, supernatural peace, and increased capacity. So not only should you drink water daily, you should spend time with God. One way our body tells us we need water is by thirst. Thirst is an interesting sensation. The more you feed or satisfy a thirst, the more often you tend to want that substance. For instance, the more you drink water, the more often your body will crave it. 
and less of other beverages that might not be as healthy. The more you invest in your relationship with God, his presence will be something you're thirsting for. God is a healer, Psalm 107.2. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. In Mark 5.28-29, for she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. In 29, and the straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt her body that she was healed of that plague. Do you believe that God can heal your health condition? There are many names for God, including Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals you. In the New Testament, the woman with the issue of blood had hormonal imbalance, which precipitated a heavy flow. In her situation, she was determined to be healed and pushed her way through the crowd to touch Jesus instantly receiving healing. Today, there are many health situations and circumstances you do not know why they are happening or what you can do. First, begin to declare and speak to God's word that you are healed. In Psalm 107, it says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Your words have power, and now is the time to say so. Put your faith into action. In reference to the woman above, the Bible doesn't just describe her situation. It gave her a voice, and she spoke. If only I may touch his clothes, I will be made well. Next, begin to make new health decisions, including adding fresh vegetables and water to your diet and subtracting foods like soda and pastries. The new health-promoting foods you eat can also help heal your condition. Third, ask friends and family who will speak and pray for your healing with you and ask them to join you in making your health decision. Now, on to stress. How stress affects your health? <laughs> this is a biggie. Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born, unto his, us a son is given. The government shall be upon his soldier, and the name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. One of the names for Jesus given in the book Isaiah is the Prince of Peace. If Jesus referenced the opposite of peace, worry, during one of his most popular sermons on Matthew, it's safe to say he knows our lives can be stressful at times, even though some stress can be beneficial. It's the unhealthy stress from the constant deadlines at work, overcommitment for recreational and social events, and other factors that can have negative effects on our peace and well-being. When we have too much stress, we can lose our overall sense of rest that can lead to sleepless nights hopelessness, and strife. These feelings can lead to further exhaustion, pain joints, osteoporosis, allergies, and bacterial and viral infections. Your weakest moments are the breeding ground for the enemy to take control to cause disunity in your family and further yourself from the Spirit with Christ. It's imperative at this moment to call on the Holy Spirit to bring comfort and wisdom to your situation. This may also mean to remove yourself from situations causing unhealthy stress levels. I have found that the phrase, I cannot say yes, going a long way when handling an invitation. God wants us to live in peace. 1 Peter 5, 7 encourages us to cast our burdens onto him. Take steps today to work towards peace at home and work. Yes, stress is everywhere these days. And it has been for the last few years, more so than ever. 
So take a stand. Well, I've seemed to rabble enough along here and to get the hint that, yes, there's many verses in the Bible that talk about God and health and wellness. In 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. You have to learn to say no. Stop saying yes to everything. Plan your meals in advance with plenty of vegetables that will not raise your blood sugar. Stay away from man-made oils and man-made foods. Go back to eating what God intended us to eat. This is this is part of the our life. I mean, we just gave up on all this. You know, we get it's so easy just to throw stuff in buy boxed foods. Stop it. We're killing ourselves slowly every day. Well, this is it for me. And I don't know what's gonna what will happen over the next few months. I just know that I need to take a break. And it's becoming stressful for me to do this podcast. And at six, like I said earlier, at 63 and a half, I'm not sure where I'm going. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with this. I enjoy my job at the hormone replacement therapy clinic. And I enjoy helping people get healthy. And I enjoy talking to them about stuff like this, that this is something that we can work through together. As a team, I am part of the team. I, I want to be part of your team. So you can reach out to me at T-H-O-M at CellTechMD.com. That's T-H-O-M at CellTechMD.com. You can email me there. I will provide a phone number in the link for you to call. If you want to come on board. Uh, at the clinic, you're more than welcome to. Like I said before, it's $25 off your first initial labs. When you mentioned the Rebel Health Coach podcast, that you heard it here. Uh, that's about it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed the last six and a half years. That's it. I'm signing off. Thank you for listening. God bless you all. Thank you for joining in today with the Rebel Health Coach, Tom Underwood. And be sure to subscribe to the show so you can catch all the episodes. With desire and commitment, you can implement a lifestyle of wellness and fitness. For the support, encouragement, and tools you need to be successful, visit TomUnderwood.net.